If you call the Okanagan your home, you almost certainly know a business person. Entrepreneurship is in our blood, as is the incredible sense of community. So this podcast series is really about all of us, all of us who love local. It tries to tell the stories of the dreamers, the risk takers, the people who built this place and who put in new foundations to strengthen it every day. One of the wonderful things about owning your own business is that you get to follow your passion regardless of time or age. My guests for tonight, Sandra and Henry Goy, discovered that they couldn't find the right kind of golf accessories for Sandra. Golf being a huge part of their game, they embarked on a journey to making their own, and thus was born Maggie's Celtic Golf Collection. I'm just going to begin by introducing my guests for tonight, um, Sandra and Henry Goy of uh, Maggie's Celtic Golf Collection. And I'll let you tell us a little bit about you and the business in your own words. Well, Maggie's, um, I guess the first thing is we picked a long name for the business and we sometimes mm-hmm. wish it was a little shorter, so yeah. we usually refer to it as Maggie's. Uh, it's a home-based business uh, and we started about three years ago making handcrafted tartan golf club head covers. Uh, The head covers are for drivers, woods, hybrids, and putters, and they're produced with authentic uh, tartans that we source in Scotland. Uh Um, In the first year, our focus, we started with the Canadian provincial tartans and the Canada maple tartan, but we've, we've since broadened out and we have a much broader selection of beautiful, gorgeous Scottish tartans, and uh, we especially enjoy working with, with the new clan tartan when a customer hmm. requests something that means a lot to them because it's their family tartan. Yeah, yeah. And, and how did you come to, uh, you know, start this? That's an interesting one. I think like like most small businesses, um, I don't think we're unique in that. You, you, you try to solve a situation or a need for a particular product. Yeah. In uh, in our particular case, Sandra was looking to replace a, a set of ratty head covers on her golf clubs, mm-hmm. and we sourced around and couldn't find anything that uh, kind of was classy enough or colorful enough or uh, you know what was out there was generally a little on the goofy side, mm-hmm. and uh, so we said, well, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> You know, with her Scottish heritage, I thought, "Geez, I she she liked tartans, and yeah. maybe we should try making something with a with a tartan." So that's how Maggie was born. You know, you <laughs> sort of trial and error. Or you started and make one. You say, "Yeah, it's kind of neat. Maybe we can do better in the next one." And we kept trying to improve the product as to what we are today. And golf is always been a part of our life yeah. together and uh, so there, that was kind of a natural and then the Scottish background and the Scottish link with mm-hmm. with the uh, golf itself uh, just seemed to be a fit as well so that's how we ended up. Yeah. But it was pretty much a natural birth from what you've described you know, circumstances Let, yeah. your love for the game and, yeah. and but starting at an early age as well. <laughs> <laughs> but not a painful birth. Not, that's <laughs> not true. A that's birth. true. A natural birth, but not a painful one. 
And you've talked about uh, you know golf always having been a part of your life, and I think uh, for you, Henry, it was uh, it was also very much something apart from playing. Um, you've had more uh, more uh, you know professional involvement in golf as well. I did. I did. Many years ago, I uh, was looking for <laughs> similar to what the golf club head covers. Mm -hmm. I, being a left-handed golfer, I was. Yeah, the the availability of left-hand golf clubs at the time was uh, pretty meager. Yeah. So uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, I was a work colleague, was actually suggested, "Why don't you Why don't you make some? And here's what you could do." Well, you know, that's exactly what I did. I got involved and started reading a lot and took a bunch of courses on on uh, club making and club fitting and and uh, reached the level of uh, uh, certified as a Class A club fitter. So. Uh, Which is a pretty small group. It's people. a small group, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I, I'm not active in it as much now. I do it for friends <laughs> and myself. Yeah. But at the time, it was the same thing. You know, neat to be able to solve a problem with somebody's game, and uh, and uh, I enjoyed that. It's a lot of satisfaction in doing something and seeing that it works. Yeah. And uh, you know, coming back to uh, Maggie's, and you know, when you when you started doing it, so you mentioned. You know, Tartan was your love, so that was one of the things. How did you go about even finding uh, the Tartan? Um, was, like everybody, you start with a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we were really lucky, if I'd say it was rather serendipitous, that we just uh, found Gordon, who uh, he's, he's in BC, and he, uh, he at one point in time had uh, a mill that produced Tartans in BC. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he, and he's been involved in the tartan industry, I think, for his whole career. He's a fascinating gentleman. The first time we met him, uh, he had his kilt on, which was just absolutely stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. And um, he he shared a little bit about himself as well with the many people might know the Outlander series on TV, mm -hmm. Diane Gabaldon's books, and uh, he was uh, hired to design and the the tartan for Jamie Fraser, the main character right. in that. And so Gordon's been a, a really excellent resource and so we're able to get any of the tartans we want through him. And he has his connections in Scotland so that uh, we know we're getting, with his expertise, a quality product. And um, yeah, and then he's worked with us on, on a special project with Predator Ridge as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll circle back to the different types of tartans and stuff because you've done a lot around that. But if I can just uh, go to the next step, which is, you know, the tartan, sourcing the tartan is, is obviously step one. But uh, I have uh, handled your products and the quality and the craftsmanship which goes into it is pretty phenomenal. How did you go about, you know, arriving at that end product? Well, I think that was very much a partnership. <laughs> I, in the past, I have at university, I did take courses in, in design and, and patterns and, and that type of thing, although my actual uh, earlier career went more in a healthcare direction. So I, starting with that, uh, I just created some patterns. And um, at, when we started, Henry didn't had never touched a sewing machine other than uh -huh. helping his mother with with some of the work that she did when he was a very little boy. But the club making skills that he had require precision and exactness down to millimeters that you wouldn't even think would make a difference, but it does. Mm -hmm. And it was very much suited to his nature. So 
Although I initially started the, the designs and patterns, he's led us through some refinements and improvements that come because of his, his techniques. And I have never seen anyone learn how to sew or <laughs> faster. It's, it's been quite an amazing experience, but uh, we, we now share totally in the production and uh, different things and uh, different strengths. And, and we both are very critical of yep. what we do. So uh, sometimes we're fussing back and forth about some of the details. And then we realize that the customer doesn't even see that what do you see? Small item that, or yeah. small thing that we're looking at. Mm -hmm. But it's important to us. We want to have the product. We want Maggie's to be recognized as a high quality product. We want to hear people say what you just said. Yeah. That it looks phenomenal. Well, I think it's fair to say that you have heard people say that already in your in your three years over, yeah. the, over the course of this time. We have. We have. And it's been uh, you know, not only local, but we've had it from across Canada. We, we're we're always excited on order come in. Where did that one come from? You know, so yeah. it's it's yeah, it's quite exciting. Yeah, and and uh, you know, in terms of uh, I guess many of these golfing is quite a small community. It's a large community, but it's also a very mm -hmm. close community. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, do you do you get a sense of that community building around your product as well? Hmm. How would you answer that? I think we're starting to see it more this year. Mm -hmm. um, with with the uh, in addition to going with Shopify this year and having a better online presence, mm -hmm. uh, I've also put um, more effort into uh, growing a following on Instagram. Right, and so that I guess is where we start to see some of the the building and stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's um, it's an interesting experience trying to learn the social media. <laughs> when you hit one button and it doesn't do exactly what you were thinking but yes. but it is uh, an amazing marketplace for small business it really means you can reach out yeah. across north america well it's it's uh, fascinating because uh, i i know of the community here at predator mm -hmm. ridge and we'll circle back to the tartan as well which you mean specifically for here but certainly you know it feels here when you look out when i when i look out at the golf carts and so on Every second or third golf cart, I'll find uh, a Maggie's, you know, at least on one of the clubs. Mm -hmm. um, so it's that, I guess, expanded in, in social media, that feeling of, uh, <laughs> Correct. of, uh, of uh, togetherness. Mm -hmm. So tell me a bit more about the Predator Ridge Tartan, because that was, uh, you know, specifically for, for the community here. Well, it was a unique approach. Uh, we thought, you know, Predators, uh, you know, established as a, as a, as a, uh, a high-end golf course mm -hmm. and, and caters to that element in the marketplace. And uh, one of the things, and they have a lot of featured product, we thought, wouldn't it be neat if they would uh, be uh, willing to try uh, an exclusive tartan to them? Right. And, uh, we did some samples uh, showing our product and made the pitch to them in, in terms of having an exclusive tartan, and they were agreeable. And uh, that's where Sandra got on with her supplier and did some design patterns for approval, yeah. and uh, and we're off and running. You sure are. <laughs> the um, you know, if if um, this has obviously been a circle of learning and continuous learning. Oh, definitely. Right, uh, and you mentioned Shopify and going online because that's something you've done this year. Yes. Uh, tell us a bit more about 
how you went about uh, you know even starting that process uh, I talked we, we had done a number of craft shows and at those shows I had talked with some different small businesses mm -hmm. and learned from them and I had been watching Shopify for some time and so we just it's kind of Sandra's nature just to jump in and do things. Henry's the more cautious one. So I uh, went online and read about their product and, yeah. and the services and decided on the level that we needed. And it's an incredible platform. Um, I have never done a website by myself before, mm -hmm. but it was quite, I found it quite easy to follow the steps where you could pick your theme and set it up. And the feedback I've had has been amazing in terms of people saying that it looks good, it's easy to navigate. Yeah. And then once you're up and running with it, they give you all kinds of analytical data and feedback in terms of uh, how you compare to others who launched at the same time. Yeah. Uh, we were quite happy to see that our traffic is in the top 20%. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's constant, uh, and they constantly provide additional tools and things for you to use, like whether it's uh, the gift card yeah. or um, how to do local delivery or uh, just about any aspect of business you might think about. And it's, um, if we have product, if it's an order for product that's in inventory, it's, yeah. it's just so easy. You hit a few buttons, you've got your um, paper that goes inside the package that you know with the order right. and then you pr can print off the um, postal mailing yeah uh, by by the shipping label I can't mm -hmm. even think yeah. what it is yeah. and uh, so you you know you slap that on the package and Henry goes down and drops it off at the back door at the post office and off it goes well the organized uh, man that Henry is oh. he must like this process oh yes it, it <laughs> works quite well but you know, just following on that, you know, it's it, as as a as a partnership, her efforts in putting the work into getting the online store up and running yeah. required some other inputs, and and my input to that has been the photography side of it. Yes. So I, so uh, she handles she handled getting the getting the website set up and and getting the information out into the marketplace mm -hmm. and I handle the uh, photography of the product so it, it kind of worked as a good partnership we each had our division responsibilities and yeah. in, 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 uh, even in a small business you kind of have to have your hands involved in everything mm -hmm. but in a couple of instances there, we, we kind of have some our defined roles that we we do to keep this thing going. And I knew Henry was going to talk about that right away because I did talk about the photography on the website <laughs> and Part, that's been one of the new things as well. He's always had a strong interest in photography. Yes. And um, whereas me, I took a picture in the backyard one time and was quite surprised to see there was a deer in it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but one of, we, tartan is incredibly difficult to photograph. Yes. Uh, the colors are Maybe not always true. Yeah. Yeah. And so before Shopify, uh, one of the purchases was a photo box so that Henry could get the more accurate colors. So I very much rely on Henry to, for the product photo photography. And um, I think that's one of the unique things on the website too, is the Shopify platform allows the customer to actually scan into the detail. Yes. Or when we do a revolving one, which is particularly attractive. fun and it interesting. Yeah. very attractive on social media. Yes, I see very that. much so. Yeah. 
So we don't have Henry, because I remember in the early days, Henry still used to take amazing photographs, but he would do all <laughs> kinds of hacks to do them, including climbing on a ladder and you know, <laughs> shooting from above to get the right light. That's so right. Uh, you that's don't right. have to do any of that now. That, that's right. Absolutely. Good. Uh, and the timing was just perfect, wasn't it? I mean, turned out to be perfect in terms of when you went, uh, when you launched your website. Yes, we, uh, we had decided in the fall, like each year we sit down and decide what we have to do the next year or what mm -hmm. we're going to try and accomplish. And we realized that uh, the online business was going to grow better than other directions. And mm -hmm. so that we, to do that, we needed a better platform. So the, we were... We had a trip to Hawaii in January, which was wonderful, but then we came back and got to work. And so we just finished and launched when pretty much COVID hit. Yeah. And so the timing was perfect for being online and not having to rely on bricks and mortar. Yeah. Initially, when we got started, we did make a lot of calls. We needed to get feedback on the acceptance of our product in the marketplace. Yeah. So we called on a lot of golf shops. We called on... Uh, we went to uh, several craft shows, mm -hmm. recognizing that maybe a craft show per se may not be the target market yeah. for a golf accessory, but it enabled us to kind of have our product out there, have mm -hmm. people touch it, feel it, and see, you know, and get the feedback in terms of the acceptance. And we generally got a very positive reaction to our product. So it was one of, after that initial effort to see how can we focus better to target the golf industry or the golfers per se yes. that we have a product that would be of interest to them so yeah that's okay, it was just kind of an evolving thing as you you learn from it wouldn't say mistakes but you have to you know you're dipping your foot in the water to say what what can we do now what what should we try this time to to get the feedback that we need to how do we have to improve our product or make changes to our product to have a a, a better acceptance yeah so uh the 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 sequencing of steps pretty much worked out. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. And and now you're really your own distributor as well. By going we on. are. Mm -hmm. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, and we remain small. You know, we can. We're still <laughs> between the two of us. We can. We we are controlling the destiny. If we can yes. put it that way, in terms of what we are doing. So. Well, that, that's that's uh, that's sort of an interesting, um, you know, segue to my question. Next question, which is about, uh, you know. I was often told that business, uh, going into business is not a lifestyle choice. It's something you do with passion. Um, now that it is, you know, it's it's a successful product, you can pretty much take it where you want to go, but you want to hold on to what you started as well. W what does that uh, mean for the future of uh, Maggie's? You know, where do you see it going? Um, becoming bigger, staying the same, you know, where do you want to take it? I think we will. We still see it growing, mm -hmm. um, but I think we want to maintain our focus as a custom shop. Yeah, uh, we like that feature of being able to give a customer something that they really can't get anywhere else. Yeah, um, I don't know that we think out five or ten years. Every year we'll sort of say, okay, this year can we do this? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we set think? each year. We we try to set some goals and things that you can achieve and changes you might want to make to the existing product what else might be of interest that we can add to the product line so that's kind of the direction in which we're going to try to keep it small manageable uh, and custom perfect brilliant um you know is there because uh, a lot of businesses have gone through a lot of suffering uh, during 
during this year in particular. You know, what would you say um, are your key takeaways or things that listeners and other business owners could take from your story and apply to how they adapt to change? Well, uh, you know, I, I sympathize with those that have, you know, that are caught up in this situation that we're currently in. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think, you know, the restaurants is a perfect example of how, how they must be hurting and everybody's hurting. It's, it's just, how do you hang in? What changes? What do you have to, to what do you have to do to kind of maintain a flow of business to yourself? Yeah. Uh, in our case, going on the online business was, you know, one way for us to to be able to uh, serve our customers but not necessarily meet them face to face, yeah. okay, yeah. given the situation that we're in. Uh, we're not out knocking on doors because it's not a, 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 a business approach that uh, that we can do at this time as much as we would like to. Right. So, so the online business was, it's, it's, the saving grace right at the moment. I think some of the businesses will be forever changed. They might have gone through new doors that they didn't expect to mm -hmm. and found it worked out quite well. And then I think others will have been adapting as best they could, but then will be very happy to go back to the previous way of doing business because that was their niche and where they need to be. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's a fair answer and I think uh, I mean, without making a pun out of it, I guess cut your cloth accordingly. Uh, would, be, would be the advice for most right. business owners. Um, you know, just uh, I know you've talked about about where you're taking the business. Um, if I can ask about some of the most uh, you know most interesting things about doing the business, some of the things that really give you joy, and some of the things that uh, make you think, you know, why what? did I ever start that? In my case, learning a new skill. Yeah. Like Sandra said earlier, coming into this. You know, I I had never touched a, sew a sewing machine, yeah. for example. Uh -huh. But taking a few courses, we went to we 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 went just as a so I can get little techniques with using a sewing machine. We went and signed up for a course with cottage quilting in Kelowna, right. and and we and I, and I made a little handbag, if you can believe a that, purse. a little purse, <laughs> which I gave to my daughter as a Christmas present. I was rather okay. pleased. Yeah. I was rather pleased with that achievement. Yeah. So I think from that perspective, it's 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 the it's the it's the pleasure you get in in seeing that you can you actually learn a new skill or in this case you learn a trade in a sense yes. and and uh, and that uh, you you can do something and and to see it on see our finished product on somebody's golf bed is yeah it, it's we come away with a lot of satisfaction from that bet you do how about you Sandra? i think for me it's it's always like curiosity and and always trying something new mm -hmm. i i uh, I like to jump into things and figure out how to how to do it. So, doing our web page or website was a natural fit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just the challenge of doing something. Okay. I, I'm from designing cartons to club covers to websites, social media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it was it, it's a you know it's a fascinating story which I know that uh, a lot of people will enjoy hearing about. So thank you for you know graciously sharing your time uh, and telling us the story. Um, Good, appreciate it. Really appreciate your time. And Satu, we really appreciate you having us. Thank, thank you, you very much. You're very welcome.
I thoroughly enjoyed listening to Sandra and Henry tell the story of how Maggie's came to be. There's something delightful in watching a couple engage in their lifelong passion for learning and apply it to something that they love so dearly and to do it together in the best possible way. I wish Sandra and Henry and Maggie's continued success and encourage you to look them up if you're in Predator Ridge or online. It will certainly remind you why we all love local.